Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome back to another episode of the Level Up Latina podcast. Today we have Rock Felder. As our guest, Rock is the co-founder and CFO of Squadcast, a remote content production platform that makes it super easy for podcasters to create high quality video and audio remotely. In fact, Squadcast is the platform we use to bring you this weekly podcast. Rock is also the co-founder of a very popular podcast called Between Two Mics. I don't know if it has anything to do between two ferns, but maybe it makes it really funny. I don't know. Anyway, we're excited to have you, Rock, and to learn more about your journey in this tech space. Welcome to our podcast. Hi, Irene. Thanks for having me. And uh, yes, it is a play on Between Two Ferns, and that's uh, my co-founder and CEO's idea, Zach. So credit to him. Love it. So hopefully there's going to be some comedic value to that show. So check it out, Between Two Mics. But before we jump into like your work and Squadcast and how much we actually really like the platform, tell us a little bit about your background, your upbringing, where you were born. Yeah, sure. So I was born in a uh, town in Central California called Fresno. Uh, lived there till I was about 13 and then moved to Sacramento. Uh, so Sacramento is like really where I had like my formative years. So I would probably consider that home. I went to college there. I live in Oakland now. So, you know, happy to call that my, my new home. Yeah. A couple of Bay Area people in the house. <laughs> yeah. But my upbringing, my background is in like finance and accounting, like professional background. And I think that comes from going through the, what do we call it? The recession, the financial crisis in 2008, kind of seeing how that impacted my family, my, my parents specifically. I think that kind of made me really take like my finances seriously. And so that's why, uh, you know, I, I, they weren't educated on that kind of stuff. And so neither was I. And so I just took it upon myself to really learn that skill set because I figured no matter what I was doing back in the day when I was going through college and high school, I was a, a busboy and a food server. And I just figured, hopefully I'm not doing this the rest of my life. But if I am, at least I will understand finances and be able to you know, take care of myself and stuff like that. So I think that's where that whole financial passion comes from. And so graduated with a degree in finance and accounting. And that's really, I think, what prompted my my friend from high school, Zach, to ask me to be his co-founder and CFO of Squadcast. I think that's what, uh, what qualified me for that. That's amazing. Incredible journey. You know, we can definitely relate to that as Level Up Latina and, you know, being the first to sort of venture into different aspects of life that our parents maybe didn't understand. And so money is one of those things. As coaches, you know, we coach a lot to just changing your money mindset and making better money moves and something like that. Founding your own company. Very, very cool. It's so good to have you. Tell us a little more about just Squadcast and how was it born and everything about that sort of founding experience. Right. So, yeah, I mentioned uh, that my uh, co-founder and our CEO, Zach, uh, him and I have known each other since high school and both have had like a, a passion for podcasting more so as listeners. And so my journey is pretty, uh, it's pretty interesting how Squadcast happened because we were both independently looking for something more independent and entrepreneurial. Like I was working at a, an accounting firm and that was a great place to build up my business acumen and confidence. I got exposed to a bunch of executives and founders and board members at a pretty early age in my professional career. And that just made me start to want more and, and feel like I could do it too. Again, no one in my family was necessarily like entrepreneurial or didn't know how to like start a business or wasn't in tech or anything like that. But just, I don't know, getting inspired by those people. And then I started like mentally and financially preparing myself to make something, some kind of jump from this like cushy job that was, you know, a great career, but it just was, wasn't enough. 
And little did I know that uh, Zach was kind of going on a, a similar journey on his own. He was uh, he comes from a software development background. He's a is a very talented software engineer, and um, he really kind of stumbled onto this problem that we saw Squadcast addressing. And so he wanted to create a a podcast with a bunch of his friends that were all distributed across California and really ran into challenges creating it remotely, like making sure it was high quality, that it was a reliable, uh, there was no like reliable option. It was kind of a very fragmented space and no one seemed happy with it. And so Zach being the software engineer and creative guy that he is was like, well, maybe we can build it. But if I, if I do, I kind of need, you know, it's more than a product. We'll probably need like a company and a business. And that's where he looked to me to see what I thought about it and Again, I was like kind of um, blown away because I was like, you have no idea that I've kind of been looking for something like this. And the fact that it's in podcasting made it really easy to get excited about. Uh, And then also this addition of it being like remote content creation, remote work, like that is another thing that we saw uh, another inevitable wave in the future. Uh, I think we were both very lucky to get exposed to that in our previous occupations, like working remotely and just saw that as uh, something that was going to be more common and addition in, in addition uh, just riding the wave of, of podcasting because it back in 2016 when we were first talking about this um, a lot of people still didn't know what a podcast was they had no idea what it was let alone that they like had it as an app on their phone with all this amazing content and even though that was still surprising um, you know not too long ago it, we both had this mutual uh, belief that podcasting was going to be more mainstream, more popular, more people listening and more people wanting to create a podcast. Because I think one of the, the beautiful things about podcasting, at least as it is today, is uh, there's really no rules. There's no gatekeepers. Um, you know, it's not an easy job, but the the barrier to entry is, is very low. So I think that's really exciting. And we saw Squadcast is being able to just like lower the barrier even more by offering folks this remote cloud studio where they can connect with anyone in the world and have a great conversation and it, you know have the same quality you would expect by being in person. That's the goal. Everything you've said totally rings true because when we were starting in 2018, like our first vision for our coaching company was a podcast. And so we really kicked off with the podcast and there was so much trial and error. There was so much figuring it out. And we had all these issues with all these other programs and we're like, should we use Zoom? Should we try this? Should we try that? And Veda was the one who actually did her research and was like, we should try this company Squadcast. And it really was like the saving grace. Like we wanted to be able to see each other. If you guys remember the early days, we used like, I, I should have been said, oh my, my God. God. Right now, right? I should have like, about to throw that. I was, I was like, it just came. I'm like, I don't know why you threw them on here. But I did. It was just like, I we were looking for that platform just like that mm-hmm. really would work for us because it's unheard of to really have three hosts, right? Co-hosts. And then mm-hmm. we would have guests. And sometimes it would be really difficult to kind of arrange for everyone. And the recordings were so hard. So I, I, Ceci was explaining to you that, you know, we do the recordings and then we mix and render the, re- the recordings and then we submit, send them over to Irene. And sometimes they're just like a big flop. And it was always such an issue. When we finally were looking into the, to finding the right program, program and the right platform to do this, it was like a godsend. They're like, oh, Squadcast now launching. And it's funny that now I, when I look, when I log in to look at our stuff, it says grandfathered account. And it's so trippy because we were so ready to support something that would just really handle what we have because it's such a unique podcast, three co-hosts and mm-hmm. plus guests. So, you know, we're cutting through red tape in a lot of the podcast world things, but this Squadcast really made that possible for us. So thank you. I wanted to say that I think we started recording when I was in Mexico. I think that's when it was in Mexico City. So it, I was living abroad six months and we're like, oh, we, our audio before was like, you know, shitty. Finally, <laughs> it was like, yeah, finally, Sorry we're like, oh my that. God. 
Yeah. Not <laughs> with you. It wasn't with you. It wasn't though. you. It wasn't like know, on Google it's Chat. Right. We were on Google Chat trying to look at each other. Oh, God. Right. Oh, that's right. Because we would have the Google Chat and then we would have, I think, uh, recording on our cell phones. It was just chaos. And th- this just made it so simple that we were like, okay, this is going to work. It's working. Thank God. And going back to it's unique in that it's like three hosts. We've had people saying, like, oh, well, maybe it should only be like two of you or, you know, maybe one person doing the interview and talking to folks. And we've thought about it but at the end of the day it's like level up latina it's three of us right and i don't think it Mm. would have the same flavor if it would only be like the two of us or even just one of us anyway um we totally relate also with your story and wanting to start something i too was kind of like in a i'm a lawyer by career and i was in private practice and i just was feeling that i wanted more and i was like recent mom And so I started reaching out to Irene and Vero, and I was like, let's do something. We should start something. And and I'm like, oh, the podcast. Let's let's figure out how to do a podcast. And so anyway, your story is very relatable. And so um, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for just saying how much, uh, you know, Squadcast has helped impact your show. That honestly never gets old, and it's something that uh, makes – you know, this not feel like work to some degree, because I get to help people like you all build an audience, get your voices out there and to hit on what you said, CC, that's what's beautiful about podcasting, like you can do it your way, like sure, it's important to seek feedback and input and look for ways to improve. But there's there's no rules. This is your show, you can do whatever the heck you want. And that's what I love about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why it's like every single episode is explicit because we just can't keep our vulgar mouths to ourselves. Ooh. But anyway, uh, <laughs> like when you said shitty earlier, like, we all kind of left. Yeah, it's pretty bad sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and before we get regulated, let's keep moving along. So you're a podcaster, <laughs> we're podcasters. Tell us a little more about Between Two Mics and the topics covered and how that came to be. Yeah, so um, even though podcasting has been around for over a decade, Zach and I still feel like it's very early days. And that's what's so exciting that there's still the, the industry and the medium is still being actively defined. And so that our show is really focusing on the people that are defining and really pushing the boundaries of what's possible in podcasting. Two episodes a month are focused on Zach and I will interview someone, whether that's uh, a podcaster, uh, just a creator in general, or someone that works for a company, like an industry company. Um, And then the other two episodes out of the month, it's just Zach and I kind of talking about whatever is on our minds. Sometimes it's like industry topics. Um, Sometimes it gets a little personal. We talk about what's going on in our lives. Sometimes we talk about what's going on with Squadcast. Um, Because we we heard that like folks really like those, but then they also like the interviews too. So um, we started adding both and it's helped us release content every week. And we've been doing that for almost a year now. So it's been really fun seeing the the show expand in that way. And it's been also really fun, like getting feedback from our listeners about like that they like hearing us talk about what's going on with us. It was kind of like uh, blowing us away, but we did an episode um, on Zach leaving for paternity leave. He just became a father. So we were kind of like, warning our listeners like, hey, this is why this voice is going to disappear for a few uh, episodes. But then also like just seeing would people care like it and, uh, you know, it, it was one of our episodes that we hear the most about. So it's pretty cool. That's funny. I was just going to mention that, uh, that thank you for for creating that that episode. We I, I heard it this past week during my morning run and I was like wow this is awesome that they talked about this because you don't hear many you know male podcasters talking about like oh well I'm gonna go on paternity leave or Mm. you know not and so I think you guys are making it normal and making you know the uh, your audience is listening to like hey this is cool like you know it's it's not taboo and it's not like 
oh, maybe because I, I'm a dad, I shouldn't be taking the time off. So I mm. really, really enjoyed that episode. I told the girls, I'm like, check this episode out. It's really good. You know, it's very personal and it's it's real. I mean, it's real life. It's what you do as a parent. Um, you know, at least most of us do. It's like, okay, I need it now. Take some time to myself and, and to take care of this new baby and this child with my spouse. So thank you. It was a really good episode. I really enjoyed it. Oh, I appreciate you saying that. We were just trying to be us, you know? So that's great to hear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When you're you, I think that's when you get a lot of those moments. Of, we've noticed like when we're our most vulnerable, most honest, it's just us. We also have a weekly episode, but a monthly random episode. In our random episode, we just talk about anything and everything. And then we always get this really great reception from reviews about just being honest and raw and real. And that may be something like I'm going on leave. I'm feeling guilty about that. No one in my family thinks I should do it, whatever those things are. So it's really great that podcasting affords that because books sometimes, while there can be books that are personal, those that blow up and you see in movies tend to not be actual like memoirs for instance you tend to see sort of these things that are imagined right sure books movies shows while documentaries can be pretty good they tend to not be the ones that are blowing up again so i love that about podcasts they often have that personal touch and Mm -hmm. it's people and their stories and so you're so right there's a whole movement behind it but you went to something called the podcast movement i think it's like a conference perhaps tell us a little bit about that experience and what it was like seeing more podcasters of color at these types of events yeah, totally. So uh, events like Podcast Movement, PodFest is another one that I recommend. They're a huge part of the Squadcast story. That was really where we started to introduce ourselves to the podcast community and build Squadcast reputation, our reputation as like uh, professionals in the industry, and then just really building relationships with podcasters and industry peers. Um, so it, it's been something we've been an active participant in ever since um, – I think 2017 is the first podcast movement we went into. We've gone every year uh, that we could since. Um, and then, yes, um, in August, early August, we went to podcast movement in Nashville. Um, a little bit different given the the situation, the, the, the pandemic situation. But, um, you know, it was still really awesome. It was really special for our, our team. We are a, a remote team. I mean, our our, our software is a remote collaboration tool. So we definitely embrace that remote um lifestyle, if you will. But it was a really special experience for our team. A lot of us got to meet each other for the first time in person, but then a lot of our team members got to meet podcasters and our customers and um, you know industry peers for the first time in person as well. So it was really cool seeing them get to interact and meet these people. And it's always good to like reconnect with friends. One of the things about podcasting that we found is that it can kind of be a, a lonely game. I know that you three got a great thing going on and you're, you got a team, but like a lot of podcasters, even though that they're interviewing people and there's like that collaborative nature into it, a lot of it is them doing stuff on their own. They're like planning for the interview. Um, you know, post-production, you know, you're kind of in your, your dark studio. And so uh, events like podcast movement or local meetups or something that we've seen uh, be really helpful for podcasters to give them that sense of community, to give them that sense of uh, seeing what their peers are doing and, and, you know, learn from each other. I think one of the th- other unique things about podcasting is like, although some of us are trained as like audio professionals, most of us are not. We're bringing some other type of unique experience and ideas and, and, um, point of view that is what's cool about us. And we use podcasting as that vehicle. So a lot of us are just kind of figuring out stuff on the go. And I'm, I'm no different from that. Podcasting is such a incredible community that they just kind of welcome everybody with open arms. And that's what's been so neat that although we're not a perfect industry, I do think we're, we're learning and 
and learning quicker than some of the other industries like tech and media um, to be more diverse, embrace diversity, uplift people of uh, different backgrounds and experience. And so like, that was a huge uh, theme, I would say, of this podcast moment that was really exciting to see. And it was actually one of our team members that pointed it out because he was looking over the the schedule of the presentations and saw a lot of it was focused on um, topics that you know, talk about like diversity, but all specifically with like Spanish speaking. So a lot of like Latin America stuff, uh, but also like Spain, like it's blowing up everywhere. And that's what's really exciting for us because like Squadcast is really for the world, like the world can use it. It's the world recording studio. Like you can be, you know, we help people record in over 130 countries right now. So, um, you know, getting used more and more by our friends in Mexico or Brazil or, you know, all over the world is absolutely, um, an opportunity that, you know, we haven't done the the best job of yet, but I do see that as a future for, for Squadcast, but also for podcasting. And so it's really cool to see that being brought to light at an, a, an important event like Podcast Movement. I'm really glad you mentioned the diversity and the voices in podcasting. I feel the fact that it is something that's still so new. There isn't a specific way of doing it. It's just that certain people got into it a lot earlier, right? Right. And then the pandemic happened. So many people started looking for something else to do because they were done with Netflix. They were done with watching shows. Like, what can I do? What can I learn or listen to someone to not feel alone, right? And then we turn to these podcasts. And the good thing is that there's so many options, right? And your voice isn't regulated in the sense of, you know, or, or, or stuck to a certain, to a certain, um, let's see, or criteria. Like, like you're yeah, not censored, like, you know, right? Your voice isn't, you know, it doesn't look a certain way. It doesn't, uh, you know, act a certain way. It doesn't fit this certain, you know, um, description of what we might want in what we see in television or movies. But at least with, with podcasting, it allows for, you know, for the most part, a lot of us to get a voice, have a voice. And when we weren't able to make it in other aspects of media, you know, if, if you tried and, and you were kind of set back in the sense of like, you don't look the part, you know, mm-hmm, mm. podcasting kind of opens the doors because you can have a ton of ideas. You can have so much to discuss, a world of knowledge to share. But if you're not presented with that opportunity, it's really hard. So I'm really glad that you mentioned, you know, the the aspect of podcasting allows for that diversity, which is very, very true. It kind of gives us a voice when other other outlets don't. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit more about that. In fact, we had a question here to ask you about your, your top advice for folks of color, you know, Black, Indigenous, people of color, Latinas. What would be your best advice? Yeah. So what has been really awesome from my perspective is like how much people want to help. Um, and so like, we've had a ton of people just reach out to us that, you know, realize that like, Hey, you know, we're, we're, we've been in your shoes before. We know what it's like to kind of, um, you know, be walking a path where you don't know where you're going. You don't know what you need. And it's, I don't know. I've always, I think like Zach and I, um, we're very ambitious people, but we also just like are doing stuff that we have no idea what we're doing. I don't, I don't want to sound like uh, too, like we're not clueless here, but like having people guide us, you know, mentors, advisors, there's so many people out there that like want to do that. That's what was surprising to me is I thought, I didn't think it would like, you'd be surprised what happens when you put yourself out there, I guess is like the, the advice that I could give to people. So yeah, I would just say believing yourself. And yeah, uh, like you said, Vero, like, podcasting is is very open and and allows you to have your voice um so i definitely think it's if you have any type of desire to do it like you should absolutely do it i'm not saying everybody should have a podcast but 
if you think you should, if you have any type of desire, like you should do it. It's a, it's a, an incredible medium to get your voice out there. You can build re- super special relationships with people. Um, it's one thing that's incredible to build an audience, but then building relationships like we are today, uh, that's another part of it too. And I, I, I really love it. So, uh, in anybody can do it. Like it's very welcoming to anybody. We're, we're podcasting again is embracing new faces and new voices. Like, you know, no other medium I've really seen. I really like the piece about the networking. You know, we hadn't really covered that, that podcasting does connect us. So we've had all these episodes, like this is something like 114, 115, and all the guests that we've had, it's been incredible. Like when would we have reached out otherwise? When will we, we have gotten their knowledge, their expertise, and just incredible guests. And it's been a wonderful experience. So we're providing this right to our audience, but also to us. Yes. Suddenly it's like, what about her? What about her? What about that? What about this. We know all of these people suddenly because we have this show and we wanted to talk for 30 minutes or whatever it may be with this one person with this one passion. So it's great to have been catching up with you, but you're absolutely right. That's the tip of the day. Get out there and podcast if you feel so compelled. Start where you are and start to meet people and it really will open up doors. Like Vettel said, that's going to be our tip for today. And then before we wrap and kind of do our outro here, this is our favorite question to ask all of our guests. So hopefully you'll indulge us, Rock, and let us know what would be the best advice you'd give your 25-year-old self? Mm, I, I love these ones. Uh, usually don't get asked 25. It's usually like five or eight years old. So I like this one too. Uh, <laughs> give us so both. T- give us five and 25. <laughs> I want to know, know your advice to your five-year-old self. Okay. I'll, I'll do 25 and then I'll move to five. Uh, so 25, like... I don't know. It's like, I wish I would have been, I I wish I would have been more serious about like skill development, like reading, like believing in myself more, uh, younger, but also like, I kind of had some maturing to do and I don't think I would have been able to handle some of the stuff I'm, I'm, uh, you know, some of the pressure I have to deal with being, uh, like a co-founder of a company like Squadcast. So it's kind of like it did work out, but I do wish I would have like, it sounds really silly, but I didn't, think that like I relied on my talent too much. I didn't think that I could like develop skills the way that I understand now. No one really told me it, it sounds really silly, but like no one told me that you can like get better. Yeah, I don't know. It's just uh so like yeah, just focusing on not necessarily like personal development, but like skill development, like getting myself better at communication, at writing, at presenting to folks, like all that kind of stuff. Stuff that podcasting frankly has really helped me out with. Um be, maybe maybe what it boils down to is start creating stuff more. Maybe I think that's what it, it, it boils down to. I was t- I spent too much time, I feel like on the sidelines wanting to 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 be a participant. Um, and that's where Squadcast really was like that opportunity for me to become a creator. And you know now I'm a podcaster, so I think it's that's been uh, life changing. So start creating sooner. I think I would say to my twenty five year old self, five year old self. Um, I think my five-year-old self would actually be pretty happy with me right now. Maybe not at the twenty-five-year-old, but the the thirty-three-year-old. I think I think he'd be he'd be all right with. So uh, I just tell him you're going to be okay. <laughs> Love that. I was just like, oh my god! Right, right now that you said you spent too much time wanting to be a participant, like on the sidelines. So Irene, I want you to add that to your tip of the day, like you know, llega un punto de que, yeah, you have to just take action. Like, you know, you realize that, you, yeah, you might be good, your quality stuff. You know, we that's some of us, we're naturally like that. But if we don't focus on really making ourselves better, because we all have that opportunity, we could mm-hmm. be 
really notice it because we're shitty at, at things or we're notice or we're just like, hey, no, I, I, I'm good. I, I don't need to work on myself. And at the end of the day, we all do. We can all improve a little bit. So I'm glad that you that you mentioned that because when we see young, successful people, we just think they got lucky or, you know, it just ha- they happen to be at the right place at the right time. But you were just um, testament to, you know, there's times when you do have to just step back and be like, maybe I just, I should have been a little bit more of an active participant in the way that I lived my life or I did things. And I could have been just a little bit more ready to tackle certain things by a certain age. Thank you for being honest and sharing that. Completely related to what you said, because, you know, I can't even imagine that I would have taken on editing the podcast. It was so not my strength. I could always defer to someone in my office that was tech savvy. My husband's very tech savvy and he's much more patient than me. Like I could not even imagine if someone would have told me three, four years ago that I would have done 114 of these episodes and edited them, I would have been like, absolutely not. I don't want to learn it. I don't I, I don't have that type of brain. I, can, I don't have the patience. And now it's like, I look forward to it. I enjoy it. I, I, I just, but it's so opposite of me. It is just so freaking opposite of me. And I think that you're absolutely right that we have to remind ourselves that we're always growing and learning and you're right, Veto. Like you could be the best of the best, but that mountaintop is not the end. There's like another mountaintop. Mm. So when you can acquire more skills, practice a part of you that you thought wasn't you, I think that's just an excuse, right? We can be anything. Like my daughter's really creative and one day maybe she'll be real tech savvy and then vice versa. My son is very sciencey, and then one day he might go into the arts. Like we shouldn't be limiting ourselves based on this. That's not me. That's not what I like. That's not what I know because I know Squadcast did that for me in the sense that it gave us this, we have to figure it out one of us let's figure it out right and that's been our business right who's gonna figure out t-shirt sales or this website or coordinating us getting us together how can we be successful ceos of this business together so thank you for saying that i thought that was a really good advice for your 25 year old self and whoever's listening you know pick up that skill don't limit yourself don't say that this isn't for you does anybody want to share anything else i see your little finger up there sissy yeah i wanted to say (laughs) my little finger i wanted to say yeah i mean it's been a journey uh i will say like if we if we compare like for us personally if we compare like the first couple of episodes we're super shy we don't know what Mm. to say and um i mean i still have uh i still have a little post-it here that reminds me like you know limit your ums your pause you know limit your you knows because we kept on using those as fillers. And I will say, personally, I've come a long way. I know at the beginning, I, you know, I didn't have many things to talk about. What should I say? Oh, my God, how do I sound that sort of thing. And for the past two years, I think I will, I I can feel that I've gotten better. Um, And so that's the skill, right, that I developed. And, And it's helped me even like at work, I hadn't done, I think, a presentation in a really, really long time, I want to say for like, I don't know, two years or, or something like that. And two weeks ago, I, I did a presentation at a senior center and I had to present this document, you know, this legal document. And I didn't get nervous. I was just kind of like walking and doing my thing and presenting. And then I sat and someone said like, oh, wow, that was a really good presentation. And then I, I said, you know what? I think podcasting has helped me because, I mean, I haven't done any any presentations for the past few years and definitely not post-pandemic. So I, I think it's, you know, it's helped for sure. That's a great story. Thank you so much for creating this. Clearly, we're huge fans. Clearly, it's made a difference in our lives. So before we sign off, we want to know if folks want to find you or your company, they want to learn more, what's the best way for them to do that? 
Yeah. Uh, thank you for that opportunity. I just want to say thank you also for the opportunity to be on your show. It's a, been a lot of fun and it's such an honor uh, for any you know person that wants us to be on our show. It's a big deal. So thank you very much. But anybody looking to learn more about Squadcast, the best place is to head over to our website, squadcast.fm. Uh, and there's more resources than just like about the product. We understand that like podcasting most, again, most folks are not like the most tech savvy, or at least with recording stuff remotely. So we have a ton of information on how to make you a better podcaster, especially when it comes to remote recording. Uh, But if you want to connect with me, the best place to find me is on Twitter or LinkedIn and Rockwell Felder will uh, help you find me. Wonderful. Thank you again, Rock. It was really great chatting with you, learning about Squadcast and sort of fangirling over here because it has really been a saving grace for us. For our listeners that might have another question, you know how to find us. Email us at admin at leveluplatina.com. You can always find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook at leveluplatina is our handle or Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at latina underscore up. Again, it's been a really good time, a really productive 30 minutes. Thank you so much for being here, Rock. Yeah, so thank, nice. you. thank you so much. My pleasure. Get to level up, y'all.